listening to Oh My Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Janine Romo, aka La Wild Explorer, and I'm here today with our producer, Martha Espinosa Wynn. Hi, everybody. We're actually here together, but separately. Again. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, we are in different parts of the world, but together in spirits. Yes. And on <laughs> Skype. <laughs> yes. In spirit, soul, and Skype. Um, yeah, so today we're going to be doing like a little a recap of a festival I recently went to here in Barcelona. So, yeah. Um, the festival, it's uh, Primavera Sound. It's been going on since 2011 or 2012, I want to say. Okay, so it's fairly new. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it hasn't even been 10 years, so um, I guess you would, yeah, definitely call it like a newer festival, but it is a very large festival, um, at least large space-wise. I probably should have looked up how many attendees there are uh, each year, but it's a very like international festival. You have artists from all over the world uh you have attendees from all over the world like especially europe and uh, did you say that what type of festival it was i'm not sure i caught that if you did it is a music festival okay music festival it's a it's a music festival and um there's there's a lot of there were a lot of at least U.S. artists that I recognize, and they're you know most of the U.S. artists that I recognize were bigger like bands or you know artists. Um, but there are people from all over the world. I was able to see um, uh, a band from France, the U.K., Australia, Sweden. Um, Spain, Colombia, so it was it was a really good mix and uh, lots of different people, like a lot of Spanish people, of course, because it is in Spain. Um, but I also noticed like a lot of people from the UK, um, amongst like a bunch of others. But I feel like a lot of the attendees were either from like Spain or or the UK. Okay, and um, so then you were introduced to a lot of new artists that you didn't know beforehand, right? Yeah, yeah. And how was that, like, listening to music in another language? Like, were you able to fully enjoy it, or how was that, um, how was that experience like? Because, I mean, I've only been to shows and concerts in Spanish or English, so I'm able to understand what their, what, what the message is. So I don't know how it would be listening to something in a language that I don't speak, like French or how you said um, what other bands. I mean, Colombia would be Spanish, but I mean, how was it um, participating in, in, you know, just being in that in that scene in that sense that you don't know what they're saying, but you're, you know, vibing on the on the melodies or on the instruments and things like that. Yeah, so um, actually, all of the all of the bands or artists that I saw all sang in English. Uh, the oh French, 
the French artist that I saw, she, um, I know like one of her songs, I, I've only, um, I only caught maybe like a handful of her songs, but one of them, she like said some stuff in French, but everything like was in, was in English. And then when she would talk to the audience, it was all in English. Uh, so yeah, that was interesting. And then the Swedish artist that I saw was Robin. So she sings all in English. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, and there was um, Spanish because I saw like Rosalia's from Spain. Um, Jay Balvin is from Colombia. So that was in Spanish. But I mean, I, I'm used to hearing that. So yeah, I didn't really catch anyone that was just singing like mostly in another language. Mm, okay, so my bad. Not a great yeah. question. <laughs> I mean, but it is a good question because you would assume like, okay, you're going to see, you know, people and they're going to be speaking, um, you know, singing in a different language. I mean, I, I think there were probably some some people there that that did, but I, yeah, I did not catch any of that. And I'm going to, um, I did a little fact check. Primavera Sound started in 2002, so it's actually a pretty, like, they've been around for a while. I mean, almost 20 years. Okay, so you lied to me. <laughs> I lied. I lied. I don't I feel like I heard 2012 somewhere, but uh, 2002, apparently. Yeah, and, well, that's easy. Yeah, and the attendance is 175,000. Oh, that's a big crowd. It is, yeah. I was like, uh, yeah, that's a pretty big big crowd I, I mean it felt like a really big festival like the the grounds itself okay so that's yeah because you mentioned that that it's like spread out so it didn't feel like a hundred thousand people like you know Ooh. right uh, I mean no the it, it didn't feel like a crazy amount of people um I think there was like a good flow like they had um they had really good crowd control, like with security and everything. Like they would like rope off, you know, certain sections so that like, you know, when, when there was a act ending and, you know, people are obviously going to leave and start going to like the next stage, you know, wherever that may be to see whoever else they want to see. So they had like a really good flow um, lots of security is really, really well organized. I was very impressed with, with the, um, with the festival, like being there and everything. And even beforehand, um, with like how they made it accessible to get your wristbands. Um, cause I chose to pick up my wrist wristband instead of having it shipped. Um, so that was, that was really easy, but I felt like the layout was really good. It was really spread out, but they also had uh, a shuttle from like one end to the other going, um, throughout the night, like every, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes or something like that. And then there was like one more shuttle within the grounds that like went from like one stage to the other, uh, because it was like, it was pretty far to go from like one, like the one total opposite end to the other. But I felt like it was, it was really well organized. There was food in different areas. Like there wasn't just like one main food court. They had like a really good selection. Um, yeah, I was, I was really impressed with the festival. Okay. Because you've been to other festivals before. So how does it compare? Um, so you thought logistically, it was very easy to navigate, even though it had been your first time? 
Yeah, it was super easy to navigate. I had downloaded their app, so I was able to like go back and be like, okay, this band or whatever is going to play at this uh, stage. So I, I noticed that I, I only went to four different stages. So it was easy to kind of just like after like that first day, you kind of just memorize like where those stages were or no, five different stages. Um, but yeah, everything was just like very well laid out. Um, super easy. The, the, I felt like the app was like a really big help because of course, like you could have like the paper map and everything like on the little pamphlet or whatever that's like available. But I feel like it's just easier to go to your phone. Plus like, you know, you're not constantly like throwing, like accidentally throwing out this piece of paper that you really don't even need in the end. You just rely on this app that tells you, you know, who's playing, which stage, what time. And then you click on the map and you're able to, you know, go to all those, all those different places and, you know, figure out who you want to see and like, when do you want to leave, um, you know, do you, do you need to leave um, maybe from seeing one band early to make it over to the other stage that might be like across the way? So, um, okay, how does it compare? I'm trying to <laughs> think of how it compares to other festivals. Um, I don't know if a lot of festivals do this, but I've noticed um, here in Spain, because I went to like the smaller festival um, when I first got to Barcelona, um, and they did the same thing. When you buy a drink, you pay a euro extra for the cup, and so that like encourages people to come back and reuse their cup because like technically they pay I for love it. that. It was, yeah, it was so cool. So um, at that first festival that I attended, it was much smaller, but um, so it was essentially a rental cup. So you pay a euro, you, you know, you refill it. So you go and, you know, get, you know, get your second, third glass or whatever. And at the end of the night, when you're done, you could turn it back in and get your euro back. Here, oh, I love that. You mm -hmm. didn't get a euro back, but it did encourage you to to bring it back. And we meant to bring it back the second day and then forgot. I just, yeah, I just like left them on the counter <laughs> after we had washed them. But, but um, that's really great because a lot of the time um, these festivals create a lot of trash. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's a nice I, way to kind of curb that, that, you know, usage that isn't needed, you know? I like that. I'm very happy. I've, I've been getting really into um, trying to reduce and reuse like my stuff because uh -huh. the earth, we yeah. love traveling it. And so we need to take care of it. So hearing, hearing things like that makes me like happy. Yeah, I thought it was a really clever idea. And um, the only thing I didn't like, and it kind of goes against what they were kind of trying to do with the whole like, you know, reusing thing is they didn't allow any um, empty water bottles in. So if you had like a plastic or, you know, like a metal water bottle that was not allowed in at all. Like it didn't matter if it had anything in it or if it was completely empty. It wasn't allowed in. So um, did 
so what did they do for water and stuff like that? The same like idea, like the cup and reuse it? No, you just bought uh, you bought water balls. Water. Yeah, because there was only I only saw one working fountain. I don't know if there were other like water fountains elsewhere, but there was like only one working water fountain that I actually saw there. Okay, well that's kind of a bummer. So yeah. suggestion for next year, Primavera Sound, um, either refillable stations, mm-hmm. or let people bring in empty bottles. Yeah, I didn't understand. You know, I could understand like, okay, well, we don't know what's in the inside the bottle, so you have to empty it out. But we weren't allowed to bring it in at all, so it kind of yeah (laughs) yeah so refill stations mull that over primavera next year please please because i was was so glad i didn't bring like my water bottle because i I mean i I don't want to leave behind like i saw people leaving behind their hydro flask or their um those are so expensive yes and i'm like no you like you you don't know if you're gonna come back to that you're probably not because Someone's going to snatch that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So that was that that was actually like a pretty big bummer. But they did have um, a lot of trash bins throughout the festival and like the different recycling ones like for, you know, um, paper and carton and um, excuse me, um, well, like biodegradable and, and whatnot. Um, so that, I mean, that was cool. There wasn't a lot of trash. I mean, I would see stuff on the floor, but I feel like for a festival, like there wasn't as much trash on the floor. Okay. Well, I mean, good and bad, but I mean, in the right direction. Definitely. Definitely. I, um, I, overall, I felt like the did a pretty good job it was the it was the water thing that was a big miss because i mean it's water it's yeah water. yeah but um you're right you're right okay so next big thing um pricing uh-huh how, how is that is it affordable do you got to save a little bit how many days is the festival so you can kind of do a cost breakdown of, you know, I did spend X amount of money, but it's three days. So technically I only spent, you know, this much a day. Yeah. So um, what's cool about the festival, like I, I'm probably, cause I feel like Coachella is, is very well known. Um, I, I'm going to probably refer to Coachella a bit. Like Coachella, okay. I feel like could be, very expensive not only is the ticket kind of expensive or five hundred dollars yeah okay five hundred dollars yeah now and that's three days right yeah um so ticket wise what's cool about this festival is uh they have like this tiered pricing so i don't know exactly how much it is when like the because there's like early bird and then or maybe it's just early bird and then like two other brackets. But I got into the second bracket because I didn't buy it right away. Um, but it was still, I think, only 180 or 190 euros. So that's like, 
say 220 to 230 US dollars Mm -hmm. for a three-day pass. Okay. And that's because you didn't buy it early. Right. I don't know how much cheaper it is if you buy it early. It might only be like like a 20 euro difference. Yeah. Or but that's so. a difference. And I mean, Coachella doesn't offer that. It's kind of like straight, like whether whenever you buy it, you get a payment plan, but you it's still at the end of the day, the 500 and change. Right. And uh, what was also cool is that you didn't have to choose to get your to get um, your wristband shipped to you. You could choose to pick that up um, prior to the festival or at the festival. So I I did that, and so everything was digital. So I didn't have to pay for shipping anything. I didn't have to pay anything extra. Um, I didn't have to pay for international shipping. So what I paid was what I paid plus, um, like, I don't know, like $7 for um, the third party, um, like, ticket broker thing. Because okay. it was, like, Ticketmaster and also through Red Ticket, which I've never heard of. Um, but I assume they're just, like, a Ticketmaster Golden Voice type, type service. Uh, so I felt like the ticket, the pricing for the ticket was was pretty reasonable. I won't say it was cheap just because it's cheaper than Coachella because I think yeah. it's pretty damn expensive. Yeah. No, and but then also didn't um the shuttle services that you used were they free at the festival or did you have to pay extra to use them? No. So the um the shuttle service within the within the venue was free. And then they also offered um a shuttle service to uh, this area in um, in the city center of Barcelona. It's the Plaza de Catalunya. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty like a central like spot. So after the show, between actually, it was between uh, 12 midnight and 6 a.m., they offered the free shuttle. Okay. So that's another thing about this festival. It's three days, but it is three full days of the festival you're I think on Thursday it might have opened up oh actually I don't know it either opened up between noon and four or something like that Mm -hmm. or yeah between those hours and then it goes all the way until like 6 a.m oh okay wow shit yeah it uh, (laughs) is I was like wait what who's playing when like uh, I think I'm going to be asleep then, but you're all it's 2 a.m. I'm going to go home. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty insane. I mean, we'd end up going, being home by like four, 5 a.m. Um, and I mean, that's a scene, someone like, you know, leaving around three ish. Yeah. Uh, so it was, um, yeah, late nights, like, Spanish people, like, do not sleep. I don't get it, but they don't. <laughs> oh, my God. And late nights, more like madrugada, early mornings. <laughs> right? It was pretty insane. So, yeah, it's it's a three-day festival, but they do it, – it's kind of like a whole week thing. Okay, so let me, like, break this down because I was like, wait, what? What's going on? So it's a Thursday through Saturday festival. That's what, like, the three-day, like, pass actually, like – Gets you? 
for. But, and I believe these are all free. Um, Starting on Monday, there's like a couple concerts and there's a couple more on Tuesday. Wednesday is like another thing with concerts and um, it's like a pre-thing at the actual like uh, fairgrounds where where it's being held because all these other like smaller concerts are are actually in inside the city, like at a little, like at a smaller venue, smaller like theater type place. Okay. Um, and from what I know, these are all free. I didn't go to any of like the pre ones, but on Sunday I did go to like a after, you know, it was like this daytime thing where it either had like three to four DJs that did like 30 minute sets each like right outside of um, the cultural museum. So it was really close to my house and I was just with my friends and we just kind of like stumbled upon it. We're like, oh, there's another Primavera thing. Let's check it out for a few minutes and then go to the, go to the museum. Cause the plan was actually to go to the museum because it, uh, that museum was free after 3 p.m. So we got there a little bit early, still waiting for, for it to be free. So it all worked out. We had a drink. We uh, saw DJ, and and that was that. So I mean, Primavera. It's like so that, and you didn't need a ticket for that. That could have been anyone that was that so happened to have been in Barcelona during that time. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's a lot of festivities going on around Primavera. Um, a lot of yeah, you get to see a bunch of people from. Just discover new artists. Uh, one of the DJs was like a DJ from Korea. So, you know, again, saw someone that I probably would have never seen. Um, and did, you ha- did you have like a like a discover a new artist that you like want to follow now and want to continue listening to their music? Um. Yeah. So I um one of my friends. She's like, oh, we. We um we gotta go see like a couple different people and um she's like we gotta go see Princess Nokia and I was like Nokia like the phone she's like yeah I was like where is this girl from she's and she's from the U S but I've never heard of her um well, we ended up seeing her for a little bit because I, she was on the other end of of the the area and I wanted to go see Interpol who was going to be like right after her, but on the whole other end. So I kind of had to like be strategic. I was like, okay, we could see, we could see this princess Nokia. We'll see a couple of her songs and then we'll, we'll head out. Um, so yeah, I had never heard of her and she seemed, it was pretty cool. I kind of like, it reminded me of like a couple different artists, like all in one. So I'm kind of cu- more curious about her music. She, she's a bit out there and um, outspoken, but I think that is something a lot of, um, how do I say? I think female artists now are just becoming more outspoken with um, and using their, their voice and their like platform in very positive ways. So I'm all about like just listening to more like female artists who 
you know, have a message to say. And um, yeah, I, I think I am definitely m- more. You like tr- her message. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, well, that's good. No, yeah, and I understand what you're saying. It's like at this point in time right now, it's like the people that have a voice, they're choosing to use it for, I mean, for causes that they believe in. Yeah. Whether they be good causes that I agree with or bad causes that I don't agree with, someone else might think they're good. You know, it's just a difference of opinion. But yeah, at this point, a lot of people that have um, an outlet and have, um, can project their voice to a larger audience, like whether that be through music or writing or things like that, they're using it to, to kind of amplify their, their message, which is what they believe in. Like I said, good or bad. And you liked her message. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's really cool. I'm glad you found her. Yeah. Nokia. Yeah. Yes. Shout out. (laughs) Um, And I think, I mean, festivals, it's always like a good way to like see someone even that you like you've heard of, like, I mean, I've heard of Solange, Solange Knowles, like, but I really never listened to her music. And so I saw her, I saw like a few other people that I like, you know, I probably wouldn't like just you know, go to Spotify and automatically like look them up otherwise. Um, so yeah, it was, it was a good, it was a good mix of, of people and, um, excuse me. <coughs> I have a little tickle in my throat. Oh, I, uh, I have a cold so you can hear it in my voice. I feel <laughs> you sound, you sound good though. You sound normal. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't even know what I was saying anymore. But um, the festival was, it was a very long festival. So we would actually go, um, I think the first day we got there, God, what time did we get there? It was so like, did all- you guys like go and leave and go and leave? Or was it kind of like when you guys got there, you stayed the whole time? When we got there, we stayed the whole time, but we would get there like way later at night, like between say seven and nine p.m. Hmm. But then stay until like three-ish. Oh my god! Yeah, it was it was it was late, but um, <laughs> it wasn't late for everybody apparently. <laughs> well, it sounds like you had a lot of fun. So, would you recommend it to people that are? that want to, I guess, check it out or that are already going to be in Barcelona at that time? Do you think it would be an experience worth their while? I think it's, it's definitely like um, an experience for anyone who like enjoys music, anyone who enjoys festivals. Like it really, I felt like it was really about the music. Like it wasn't like this big fashion thing. There were a lot of people who are very fashionable, but it wasn't like Coachella where like people dressed up and just took pictures. Like, Oh, like the ones that just have like their Coachella outfits. Yeah. Yeah. It was not like that at all. There, I mean, there's very fashionable people like Barcelona is very like people are on trend, but I feel like they're never like overdoing it. It's very like, 
you know, this is me, this is my personality, but it mm-hmm. isn't like I'm putting this on for a show for people to see. It's it's like for themselves in a way, I guess. Yeah, because you do see, I mean, unfortunately, we have to, I guess, pick on kind of like Coachella, but um, there are people that don't, that dress a certain way or that act a certain way like in their everyday life and then when Coachella comes like everyone kind of looks the same or like switches up to like that particular like event but it's not even to where like oh it's like a red carpet event and like people have like um you know they're more dressy or they're trying to convey a message with their wardrobe like if they're nominated for something but it's like everyone's dressed up the same for Coachella like you have your everyone's gonna wear some type of hat everyone's gonna have these crazy hairstyles or um boo you know what I mean like a lot of the time it's not something it's not for comfort they're not dressing for comfort or for like the event it's just like oh we're in our Coachella mode now right right it was not like that at all there like you didn't see all these like influencers with like cameras and having like a full-on photo shoot of course people are taking photos and you know there's like certain areas where like there's like a lot of like bright colors and stuff like that so you would see people taking pictures but it wasn't like this full-on photo shoot where you would see people for you know doing their twirls with their dresses and stuff like that for like five, 10 minutes. It was, Oh, you know, take a couple pictures next to this, the colorful sign that says Primavera sound or, you know, it was very like, okay, this is, we're really here for the music. We're really here to like, for, you know, this event where we're going to get together with our, you know, friends and, you know, drink and listen, listen to some artists. Oh, well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yes, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> so Temper 10 would do again? I would definitely do it again. I I really liked how organized it was. And just everything was just so super smooth. Um, I mean, I, I was anticipating on, okay, we take the metro there, but after we're probably it's got we're probably going to be stuck in like this you know long line for the taxis because the the metro is isn't open after I think it's after midnight the metro uh, is shut down for the night. So I had anticipated on like okay I'm going to have to spend extra money on on a taxi to go home, and um, I was very surprised with how much like food and and drinks were like it was not like the crazy festival pricing like that I'm used to uh back in the states like beer was four four euros um wine was about four euros a pour or something like that oh Um, so the food isn't even that expensive the food it's reasonable um I would get like um you know like a smaller like meal type thing like a like a thing of, um, and they had all kinds of food. There was like Chinese, Japanese, there was um, empanadas, there was tacos, pizza, like there was all kinds of stuff. And everything seemed to be about like five to eight dollars for like a, you know, like a regular type item or like a, it wasn't like really like a combo type thing, but like 
say a pizza that that would be either like seven or eight dollars for like a like a personal pizza um like a burrito would be around like seven dollars a thing of noodles would be like seven or eight dollars um so it wasn't as cheap as like say you know you're getting that type of food within the city but it was probably only like a euro or two more expensive it wasn't like anything crazy because I feel like in the states like something like that would have would have easily been like double the price just because it's a festival yeah no yeah it would have been I mean an easy it would have been an easy like 15 dollars for like a beer right yeah (laughs) and I'm like I'm like I'm like you get one beer (laughs) right one beer for you I mean yeah they're like smaller size beers but um well, the I mean, mixed drinks aren't or, smaller sizes over here. They're, I mean, aren't bigger or smaller. Like the mixed drinks here would be small. I feel. Right, right. Well, the mixed drinks at the festival, they were probably like eight euro or something like that. Okay. But that's because like all the beer and wine is cheap because it's. Beer and wine. It's beer and wine. Yeah. And I mean, the wine is just going to be cheap within Spain because it's you know it's it's pretty much water here it's you know it's just part of part of the culture um there would be riots in the street for 15 glass of wine Uh, but like the like liquor is is just um i mean it's more expensive drinking wise but it's still like i mean it's still cheap to me because of what what I would pay back at home but I mean I don't even I'm just so used to I, I rather do wine more than anything and then I don't mind drinking the beer here because it's like well it's only a few dollars or a few euros so I'll, I'll have a beer hmm. yeah I like that because I like going I like eating a lot like I like trying different foods when I'm going to like like those types of events yeah getting a a variety yeah it was was fun I mean we got to see like different like there were different um food trucks or there were different like restaurants that are based in the city but they're they also had like the the stand there so it was it was pretty cool it was a pretty it was just a really neat festival like and you know you were able to find like somewhere to sit when you wanted to eat it was just a very nice layout. Okay. Well, I'm glad you had fun. Um, I hope to go to one one day. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. to come next year. <laughs> possibly, possibly. Okay, so it happens every year around the same time, right? Springtime, primavera. Yes, yes. So end of May going into June. Um, I think like for sure, I think end of May. Okay, so for everyone out there that wants to check it out, um, look look for it around May. Oh, well, the tickets probably go on sale like April, right? Maybe March, sooner? I don't know exactly when they go on sale. I think they go on sale like within the next couple months after, you know, after the festival. Okay, so after it's over. So it they might go on sale like now. 
they're very soon at least but okay so there's like primavera sound started in barcelona there's also another primavera in um in portugal okay so it's it's expanding yes oh that's fun one in Portugal has been going on for, I don't know how many years, but I, I think like a few years. And I don't know what time of the year. I think it might be in November. Actually, don't quote me on that. Um, but they they are, um, they do have one in Portugal. I believe it's in Porto. And next year is the first year that they are going out to Los Angeles. Oh, fun. Okay, so all our Los Angeles friends and family, we can check that out. Yeah, um, tickets just went on sale for that. And I had the info on when when the actual show is. Yeah, Um. W- quick question. Were you able to, can people buy tickets there, like the day of, or no? It's like they have to be up. A- already purchased prior to the event um you know what i don't know if they could buy them like there at the venue like uh, probably if they still have it available but for sure like i had um one of my friends got a day ticket for friday i believe it was and she got it like online like a few days before so okay so they do day tickets single day tickets as well yes oh that's awesome thing is yeah they'll, they'll do the single day tickets and um okay so the LA show is September 19th and 20th of 2020 okay so in a little bit over a year yeah next year yes. and then t- tickets just went on sale cool okay well everyone can go check that out and then we'll put links to um the festival on our on our show notes and you'll be able to find it um, tags on it on our Instagram and stuff. So don't worry. You won't have to look too hard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We'll make it easy for you. Very easy. Okay. Well, I'm glad you had such a fun time and I hope to maybe I'll go to the one in LA. That would be cool. Huh. That would be fun. I know. And now I'm tempted. I'm like, Oh, do I want to go to the, the first one in LA? Um, yeah okay well thanks for chatting and i hope you're having a really really great time in barcelona right now um or where are you right now i'm in barcelona right now. okay you're in barcelona (laughs) (laughs) she 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 travels amongst you know the spanish so i never know what spanish city she's in (laughs) I know, I know. It's like just in Ibiza, and then I'm going to go to Malta next week. So I get you, girl. Okay, so we'll check out the Instagram and see all your stories. Yes, please do. And everyone, please follow us on Oh My Travel Podcast. And if you like the podcast, you know, consider leaving us a review. You know, give us the stars. Give us some love. Yes, that actually built traction for us. So um, if you listen and you're able to review and maybe you haven't yet, um, please consider just even if you don't want to write a review, just give us a couple stars. So that way it makes it easier for people to find us. Yes, please. Thank you. We love you. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.